Happy Friday. This is your first listen on the Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, inspiring, and empowering you ladies through support and networking. Uh, we do so many different things like group community service. We have an international podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. We have a mentoring program. You name it, we basically do it. Um, we are known as the one-stop shop for empowerment, sis. So if you haven't heard about us, you can find out more about us on our website at womenland.org. And if it's your first ever listen on our podcast, then I do updates in the beginning of every single episode. And I have a lot for you ladies. So I hope you guys have a pen and paper out. Or if you have your notes app, go ahead and pull that up on your phone. So for um, next week, we'll be having a Pink Friday and Cyber Monday sale. If you're listening to this, these are exclusive updates for you all for our WL bosses. Um, this, just to give you guys a breakdown, we will be having a percentage off of our merch, firstly. Secondly, we will be having a build your own brand business tool bundle deal, which will be including ebooks, webinars, um, and whatever else we put in the bundle for our W bosses who want to go into 2020 with a clear brand um, if they already have one or a new business if they want to start one. Um, this build your own brand bundle deal is specifically catered to our W bosses who, like I said, want to build those brands or you know if they already have a brand want to strengthen it. Um, you know we wanted to dedicate this. Black Friday, well, excuse me, Pink Friday and Cyber Monday sale to you ladies. Um, thirdly and lastly, we'll be having a new ebook that will be coming out, so stay posted to our Instagram for that. And all of our sales, of course, will be found only on womenblend.org. Secondly, um, we have closed mentorship applications. Um, they close on the 16th at 11.59 p.m. And this is probably the most applications I've ever seen us have. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who told y'all <laughs> about our program, but I'm so blessed and thankful um, to expand our mentorship program. And we have crossed over into a new state. Um, we are now in New Jersey. We do have a mentee that is in New Jersey now, as you ladies know, outside of Maryland. We are, we have mentees in Atlanta. We have mentees in LA. We have a mentee in Delaware. We have a mentee in North Carolina and now we're in Jersey. So I'm so thankful to be able to expand and to help all these ladies on their individual journeys of growth, um, whether it's entrepreneurship, academic, or just general life guidance. You ladies already know I'm, um, you know, of course, willing to help any woman that wants to learn new things on, you know, any track that they need help on. Um, and just, you know, overall help women become, you know, the best them that they can be through my mentorship program. So thank you ladies so much for applying. Um, our orientation will be on the 29th. And if you have been accepted, of course, um, an email was sent to you as far as, as far as specifications on that. Um, for our virtual mentees, specifications were also sent to you on our virtual mentorship orientation. Um, lastly, if you ladies have been, you know, up to date on our 
our Instagram and are on our mailing list. Um, yes, our mailing list. If you aren't already on it, go ahead and subscribe at woman.org. Then you ladies know that we now have newsletters. And last month, well, excuse me, this month, um, we were, well, I was fortunate enough to be able to send out a um, hand-typed article from myself to you all, um, a motivational article basically, you know, letting you ladies know that, you know, it's important to not let you get in the way of you. Um, everybody, you know, goes through things, whether it's school, academically, or career-wise, but it's important to know um, to boss up in every situation that you're in. So I had an article that was sent out to all of our ladies of Lynn that are subscribed to us um, as far as that. And of course, within that newsletter, it was a plethora of other things like important updates we have, um, any sales that we may have, or any upcoming um, booking or events that we had that was also included in our newsletter. So if you want to be a part of that and receive new letter, newsletters each month from us, you can, like I said, subscribe to our website, abloom.org, and be the first to catch up on everything that we have. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into our new segments. As you ladies know, we have new segments. We have a woman to watch of the week, and then we have an ex money question of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with our woman to watch of the week. Um, her name is Kiera Williams, and as you ladies, or as a lot of you all know, she is a mentee of mine, and she is constantly on Wimbledon's page. She's been doing so many amazing things, not only with, you know, growing her brand, but academically. Um, Sis just scored her first big internship with a corporate company, which is very hard to obtain. If you are a student, you know this. Um, I'm so proud of you, Kiera. I want you to keep pushing forward and doing all the amazing things that you're doing. I always tell you I'm so proud of you and I love you so much, but I just wanted to give you the public recognition on our podcast. Um, Yeah, keep pushing and keep being a boss. So let's go ahead and jump into our Ask Tamani question of the week. And this question actually came from a lovely lady at an event that I was fortunate enough to speak at over the weekend on Sunday. Um, If you ladies follow our Instagram, then you know that I was um, a speaker, actually a panelist um, at Celebrity Cam on Instagram's um, Mix and Mingle Boss Edition panel. And a lady at the event asked me, what are some tips on being your own brand? And I have five tips you know, for not only the lovely lady that asked me this question, but also the ladies of Lynn that are listening. So here are my five tips. Trust in your vision, be confident in you, be authentic, have faith in your growth. And lastly, as I always say, do it scared, do it broke, do it when they don't understand and do it anyway. Um, When it comes to being your own brand, you have to be confident in you. Like I said, of course, you have to trust in your vision and just know that the path God has you on is specifically for you. Building your own brand and being your own brand is extremely tough starting out. But of course, you know, as your steps align and as you grow as an entrepreneur and a brand owner, then things, you know, will become easy to you. Um, If you have a brand, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I hope I was able to adequately answer your question, love. If I was not for some reason, you can go ahead and connect with me via DM and we could keep the combo going. Now let's go ahead and hop right into the topic of this week, ladies. Um, New year, which is, excuse me, new year, new you, boss up, sis. And this title kind of, I I would say probably caught you ladies off guard because it isn't even December yet and we are already talking about the new year but I wanted to have this episode because I feel as though 
in general, we wait into until the new year to start implementing, you know, new strategies to start implementing new things and looking at it as a new leaf. And we don't think about the now we don't think about all these things that we want to do in the new year, we can do them right now. So I wanted to have this episode to empower you ladies to do that. Um, and of course, we have nothing but the best W bosses on every single podcast episode. And this lovely lady that I have has been such an inspiration to me. And I actually found her Instagram profile um, through a mutual follower and she was speaking to a crowd of young ladies in a classroom and she was just pouring positivity over onto them and just being a light and beacon of hope, um, just speaking words of affirmation onto them. And that definitely caught my attention. My attention. I was like, I have to follow her. I have to follow her on Woman Lens page. And I'm blessed and fortunate enough to have her on this episode. Um, she is a fellow W.O. boss that is actually located here in Maryland. And she is doing so many amazing things in her community and with her brands alone. So please welcome Brittany Garrett, everybody. Hey everyone! Again, thank you so much for that wonderful interu- um, that inter- introduction. There we go. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Um, as you said, I am B. Garrett. I am the founder and CEO of Dear Fat Girl, which is a body positive brand to help women and young girls become unapologetic on their journeys to self awareness and self acceptance. And I'm also one of three co-founders of the Go Get Her Academy which is a youth mentoring program for young women, um, particularly in urban cities, um, to assist them with their transformation within themselves so that they can become transformative in their environments. Yes, (laughs) we love to see it. We love to see it. Yes. So tell us a little bit about more about B. Garrett. You know, where are you from? Um, You know, you can go in depth as much as you want to. Okay, so I am a native of New York City. I was born and raised um, in New York between the Bronx and Harlem. Um, Those are my stomping grounds. I came to Morgan State University in 2009, um, and I kind of came here to kind of get away from New York City. Um, I grew up in a very um, rough situation. I was a foster child for about 12 years, um, and I'm giving a little bit of this backstory because my backstory will give you, uh, pretty much give you a, a, a bigger picture of why I do what I do um, every day. Um, And so I had two crack addicted parents um, and life was pretty tough growing up in the city. Um, I faced a lot of different things, um, but I knew that I wanted to be different and I didn't want to become a part of my circumstances. So I came to college in 2009. Um, I took a year off before graduate. um, I took a year off after graduating from high school and was like, I really got to get out of the city. I came to Morgan and I've been in Baltimore since. I have been here since and have not left. Um, I have gradu- I graduated from working with my bachelor's in speech communications. I then went on to get my master's in human services from the University of Baltimore. Um, in between time, I founded Dear Fat Girl, um, and I founded I recently founded Go Getter Academy. Um, and I'll get a little bit more into that, you know, as we continue the discussion. But yeah, I'm just what they call the rose that grew from the concrete. Yes, we love to see it. The rose that grew from concrete. I love your story and it's so inspiring. Um, With that being said, do you feel as though um, your upbringing kind of fueled you, you know, to start Gold Get Her Academy and Dear Fat Girl? Absolutely. Um, What I went through as, you know, a young child uh, going into young adulthood um, was 
definitely something that a lot of people would fold under. Mm-hmm. I look to my left and to my right of me, and some of the young ladies, and even some of the young men that I was in the system with, or just new in the neighborhood, they went a completely different route, and they kind of, you know, I don't think they may have seen any type of hope um, in the situation, and they were, like, pretty much over it. And me, I just was like, there is purpose, and I don't know what that purpose is, but there is a purpose for this. And I knew I had to get out of that, and so that really fuels the work that I do because I want to be, you know, I want to be, you know, that person where people look and say, wow, if she went through that and she's here, I can do that too. Mm. Because oftentimes we feel alone when we're in certain situations when really there is somebody somewhere going through something super similar to what you're going through and you're not alone. You just don't know that it's out there or they are out there. Yes, you never know what somebody's going through. And nine times out of 10, there is a person, you know, that's going through the exact same things as you. And I love what you're doing. You know, you're you're allowing your story to not be a narrative. You know what I'm saying? To how you live your life, but you're allowing it to be a beacon of hope to others, you know, that may be going through the same things. And you act as an inspiration to a lot of young girls. And I'm pretty sure men in general. Um, So thank you so much once again for being on this episode. Thank you. Thank um, you so much. You're so welcome. So I wanted to go more in depth with Gold Get Her Academy and Dear Fat Girl. Could you tell us a little bit more about um, Gold Get Her Academy first and then Dear Fat Girl? Absolutely. So Gold Get Her Academy came from when I first started Dear Fat Girl because it all intertwines with each other. But I did a Gold Get Her brunch. And this is before I changed the spelling. We changed the spelling of it because it was just regular go-getter. Um, and the brunch was essentially to be a little bit different from the vision board parties that everyone was having. Mm-hmm. Everybody was having a vision board party. And I'm like, hmm, we're having this vision board parties, but we're not having the discussion and the conversation wrapped around how are we going to reach these visions? Ooh. We have to have steps and we have to have goals of how we're going to reach these visions. And so that's where Goal-Getters Brunch came from. And after talking to... Um, the other uh, two founders, who are also sororers of mine, um, were all in the human services field, social work, and we were like, yo, we are three strong women. Why are we not taking what we have and instilling it into other young ladies? Because there are hundreds of young ladies right here in the city who can use what we have to offer. Mm. And so we sat down and we talked about what we what we wanted this to look like. We talked about what our stories look like. We're three women who come from single family households. Um, we're three only ch- uh, only children. We don't have any siblings. And so this was powerful for us because we were like, no, Baltimore needs this. Mm. Baltimore really needs this. Um, because oftentimes it's one of the sayings that people say, you know, I'm not um, I'm not a product of our environment. But when you think about it, we were created in this environment. So we are a product of the environment, but we not we are not the environment. Mm. Um, and that's how I kind of like to look at it. So Go-Getter Academy was born. Um, literally, we just launched this, I want to say a couple of months ago here in 2019, where we were just like, we got to do this. Like, let's go. So coming up in 2020, we are getting ready to do some amazing work. Um, our first school will be the Baltimore Leadership School for Young Women. Wow. So we are excited about that partnership because it's an all-girls school and that is really the, the foundation of what we're trying to do. So Go-Getters Academy is going to talk about the social-emotional learning of young ladies. We're going to be doing life skill classes to teach them about finances, relationship building, self-esteem, self-confidence. We're going to have uh, other women come in 
who are in different spots and different places in their career come in and speak with these young ladies and really, you know, really pour into them because I found that growing up there were not a lot of women pouring, a lot of black women pouring into these young black girls. There was a lot of stereotypes about who we are and what we do, but nobody was really getting back to us. Mm. And that's what I want to do with Go Getter Academy. I really want us to get back to these young ladies so that they can see that positive representation of what a black woman is. Mm. Um, so we are definitely very intentional with it. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be partnering up with my co-partners, um, S. Cook and um, E. Bowie. We are so excited about having this. So Go-Getters Academy is going to be dope. And we changed it from Go-Getter to Go-Get-Her because, you know, it's a wordplay. It was catchy. And we were like, this is dope. Like, yes, go get her. Like, this is going to be about, this is going to be about young ladies, young women. And we needed to make this space intentional and purposeful. Yes. So. Oh, my goodness. I'm just sitting here. Every other thing you're saying, mm. Mm. <laughs> Lady, yeah. you probably already heard me mm, in the background, but just listening to you right now, what you said just now really stuck with me. It's a lot of women, especially, you know, black women. I'm not downplaying us at all, but right. we do grow up, you know, with a lot of different stereotypes and we don't focus on loving children. You know what I'm saying? Giving Absolutely. back to the children, especially when it comes to underdeveloped communities, especially when it comes to underdeveloped cities. And I love that you're keeping it in the community. You know, the same city that made you you can also make and inspire those girls that are in it you know because I always say be the woman that you needed when you were younger and you were being that woman that other women need excuse me other girls need alongside you know your two partners in crime you know why you know it's, it's it's so amazing just hearing women create organizations or businesses to give back and I love that about what you're doing um Absolutely. so with that being said let's talk a little bit more about dear fat girl as well right because yeah. you said that go get her was fueled from dear fat girl yes so dear fat girl was a initially started as a blog um and originally it was like dear fat girl and it was about the memoirs of my younger fat self and my journey into womanhood um because i have been always been plus size growing up and i always had a battle with that and so um, I just wanted to start it as a blog, and I was just like, it was an outlet for me because at 23, I um, tried to commit, I tried to commit suicide, and I needed an outlet, a positive outlet for me to really heal from that moment and to heal from that space. And so I always tell people at 23, I died and came back to life mm. because in that moment, I felt like I rebirthed, and um, it wasn't a complete rebirth until I really started doing things, you know to work towards that self-healing. And so Dear Fat Girl was born. And so I started as a blog, but then I was like, I'm not a blogger. I don't like this. <laughs> and then other women started to join in like, what is this? And so it kind of brought on to what I wanted to be as a child, which was a motivational speaker. Mm. I always wanted to be a speaker. I always wanted to be a presenter. That was something I was passionate about. And I ran from that passion for so many years. Um, but Dear Fat Girl allowed me to create that space for me to speak and for me to mentor and, and heal other women through my speaking. So Dear Fat Girl was brought, brought, born from that. And it has been amazing ever since because I have hosted workshops. Um, I've hosted different events. I have spoken under B. Garrett but within the Dear Fat Girl brand. And it's literally just a space for women and young girls to really be unapologetic because oftentimes, you know, we're not unapologetic in who we are. So many of us are walking around with truths that are associated with some, what someone else said, but we don't know what the truth is about ourselves because we're not walking in that unapologetic journey. Um, and it was really important for me to really cultivate a space for women and young girls to be like, this is who I am. I'm owning it. 
And I'm going to be that. And of course, I wanted to add the body positive piece into it because I think it's so important that we as women, we own and we love who we are in certain spaces because that helps with our journey. Everyone thinks that life is a race and you have to get to a certain space at a certain time because society says if you don't accomplish something by a certain time, but it's it's crap if you ask me. Honestly, so I wanted women to be able to love themselves in that space so that as they continue to go on to that journey of self-acceptance and self-awareness, they can always say, I loved who I was and I knew that I loved myself so much that I was going to make those changes. Wow. And so that's what Dear Fat Girl is and um, and has been for so many women. I've met so many women through Dear Fat Girl just from the work that I've been doing and just from going out and speaking um, and just being authentically who I am. Yes, you can get very far with being just authentically who you are, you know, and it can inspire people and you not even know, you know, and you not even realize it. That's why it's important to walk in your authentic self at all times, ladies. You never know who you may meet that may resonate, you know, with your spirit. They may resonate with your story. Just continue to do that. Continue to be you and you never know what may come from it. One thing that you said that stuck with me again, you said that, you know, a lot of people live up to societal norms and they feel pressure you know to be something or to achieve something sooner than expected and I wanted to ask you you know as CEO to CEO how do you constantly find the courage to inspire and uplift you know the women all throughout you know the country I'm pretty sure with what you do how do you find constant motivation for that you know because a lot of people I said this before on our podcast um, a few episodes ago, I believe. Um, as you know, as the founder and CEO of Women's Empowerment Organizations are being centered on anything that's centered around empowerment. Um, right you have to kind of find little pieces to kind of keep you going because I always say we we never think about you know women like us you know what I'm saying from the outside looking in um we're constantly pouring into other people and uplifting other people empowering other people how do you you know as Brittany how do you find motivation to to keep going honestly it's all about triaging you know I'm glad that you've used uh that um that that I don't even know what to call it, but, you know, when you said you pour from your cup and who fills our cup, mm-hmm. essentially. And so I went to an event um, called the Girl Boss Meetup, and someone said, I no longer pour from my cup because my cup needs to be full in order for me to be fueled. Mm. So I pour from the little saucer plate where the overflow comes from. So what that means for me is that I am constantly fueling myself that means self-care, taking care of, of who I am before I put other people's needs before me. Um, learning when to detach myself from certain things and certain situations. Because we know with empowerment comes people with their different life stories. And so we start to take on to that. We're like, oh my God, I feel for you. And then you start to take on their emotion. Oh, yes. And then we forget that there's not much that you can do but be there for them. But you can't take it on. Mm. You can't fight that battle. So it's always about making sure myself is taken care of before I go out into the world and try to take care of other people. Um, so I learned not to pour from my cup. I learned to pour from the saucer, from the overflow, which means it means constantly taking care of myself and whatever that looks like. If it means like, you know, coming home, relaxing, lighting some candles, watching my favorite show, journaling, um, dancing, because I love to dance. Um, therapy. Therapy is also another form of way that I, you know, fuel myself and fuel my energy. Because let's be honest, people's energies can deplete you. Mm. Sometimes intentionally and sometimes unintentionally, um, it can deplete you. And so you always have to keep going and keep going. And not only that, 
my motivation is knowing that at least one person somewhere in the world needs me. Somebody needs me somewhere. Yes. And so that keeps me going because I know that I'm reaching somebody. And sometimes people don't listen in that moment, but I know that in the future, maybe not right now, but sometime later, somebody's going to say, I remember, I remember B. Garrett said X, Y, and Z. And I needed that. I didn't need it then, but I needed it now. So that is definitely what keeps me going. That's what keeps me motivated um, and just really ready, ready to go always. Yes, honestly, ladies, you know, when it, you know, when it winds down, when it comes down to it, when it comes to the new year, it's important to find what constantly inspires you. It's important to find, you know, what is your driving force? Um, And that will definitely fuel you in the new year. Um, For me personally, you ladies have probably heard me say this before. But as I was just telling B, um, it's important to make sure your cup is full and before you pour into others. So if you find yourself in situations or around people where you feel like your cup is constantly empty, it's not getting refilled, leave them in 2019, okay? Leave them in 2019. Don't take them into 2020. Like our good sis that always comes around this time of the year on the meme with our her beautiful 4C curls wrapped up in that bun. Leave those people behind. Leave negative energy Absolutely. behind. Take into 2020 uh, positivity, um, good spirits, inspiration, and so on and so forth. You know, even if, especially if you're in the field of empowerment, it's important, it's extremely, extremely important to constantly find constant inspiration and motivation for yourself. Just like B was saying, um, oftentimes we pour into others, even if you're not in the field of empowerment, but just on a personal level, you finally find yourself constantly or constantly find yourself pouring into others and you realize that your cup is empty. It's important to pour into yourself in other ways, whether that's through self-care, a good old old school face mask, um, a day out shopping, um, just a day of relaxing, just being a bum. You know, find what makes you happy, especially going into the new year um it's important in order to boss up you have to figure out ways in order to do that and like i just said whether it's through self-care whether it's through finding inspiration through other sources whether it's through other ways please find that going into the new year so with that being said let's go ahead and jump right into the topic B, I want to ask you, how do you look at the new year? You know, do you look at it as an opportunity to level up or, you know, do you just look at it as more time passing? Um, Because honestly, um, a lot of people, you know, they say, oh, 2020 is coming. It's going to be a new leaf. You know, I'm going to do X, Y and Z. But you can actually start doing these things now. You know, you don't have to wait until a couple months from now, two months from now. We're talking about now to implement new things, to boss up, to level up. A lot of people use this time as excuses like, oh, I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to do it in a couple months. I'm going to start that business January 1st, 2020. And it never happens. Um, Like what you were saying in the beginning, a lot of people, they're so caught up on what it's going to seem like, you know, as far as vision boards and the ideology of, oh, I'm going to boss up in 20. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z in 2020. Ladies, you actually have to do the work in order to see that fruit. Um, A lot of people... They think it's easy. They think saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z in 2020. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna launch this business. I'm going to start this brand. I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z in 2020." It's important to align yourself the months prior to the work for 2020. Honestly, starts in the, at the end of 2019. So okay. you listening to this right now is your first step towards that. It's your, it's your sign that you want to be a better you in 2020. You're taking the steps to do that. Um, so how do 
you look at the new year be? Um, so I think uh, the new year is just a continuation. Mm. Um, and I say a continuation because much like you said, a lot of people, you know, talk about, you know, new year, new me. And it sounds good. But the reality is, why do we wait for a new year um, to get started on what we can do now? I had a conversation with uh, one of my sororers and she talked about death happening in her family. And she said it had her really thinking about what's important and what's not important. And so we went on to talk in the conversation to talk about we often put things off and we keep saying, you know, I'm going to get to it. When my time comes, I'm going to get to it. But the reality is, and it's the same thing with the new year, new me, is what if your time is now? And because you're so fixated on waiting for a new month to start, that you're missing out on what blessings you could be receiving in the moment because you're so fixated on when my time comes. Well, time is constantly moving now. Why is your time not now? Mm. Why are we not claiming the time and the space that we're in now? We live in a society where we're always planning for the future. And don't get me wrong. It is okay to have futuristic plans. But we are so fixated on that that we forget to be mindful. We forget to be present in the moment. So why are we waiting until this new year for us to start these businesses, for us to lose some weight, for us to, you know, enroll in school unless, you know, they have a certain enrolling period. But why do we wait for certain things? Because life is constantly moving. And one thing in life for certain is death. And some people are passing by, young people are going so soon and they didn't get to uh, fulfill and accomplish some of the things they wanted to because they kept putting it off. And so for me, New Year just means it's a continuation of the growth that I need to continuously do. So 2019, whatever I needed to complete, I'm going to keep working because like life is literally a marathon. It is a continuation. It's no right. It's no race. The end point, of course, is death, but you are still in this marathon. It takes time to get to certain places. And so the New Year for me just means a continuation of some of the goals that I knew that I need to work on. It doesn't mean that I wait to create this new person and this new persona. It means that in this moment, I need to work what I need to work on. And this is how I can work on that. It's about seizing the moment, grasping that moment and saying, my time is right now. So you don't have to run around talking about reclaiming my time. Uh, Maxine Waters was so famous for reclaiming my time. But when you really sit down and talk about it, Tamani, you can't reclaim time. Mm. You cannot reclaim time. The only thing you can do is worry about what time it is right now and how you're going to utilize the time and space that we're in now. Ooh, child. Time is gone. Ooh. We can't get that back. We can't We can't say, you know what, let me grab that five minutes back. And in that moment when she was saying reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time, it was like she was wasting seconds that could have been made for a different point that she needed to make in that space. Mm. And it sounded good, but it's like, we can't reclaim time. So what are we going to do with this time right now? So the new year for me is a continuation. Um, it doesn't mean a new year, new me. It just means to continuously work on who I am and the things that I want to accomplish. How do I want to show up in the world as a woman? How do I want to show up in the world as a friend, as a sister, as a niece, as a CEO, a boss, all of that? How do I want to show up? And how do I continuously work on that? Mm. Ladies, how you coming in 2020? 
Listen, okay. what she just said gave me chills. I always tell all the women around me to operate to your best abil- ability every single 24 hours you have. You know, we need to stop thinking that we're granted another 24 hours because we're not. You never Absolutely. know what day could be your last. So you can either wake up, decide to boss up, so d- decide to level up, decide to be in your now, or you can be upset, you know, that you weren't able to do the things that you, you couldn't do because you lost that time. You cannot recant reclaim time that's what b just said you cannot reclaim time so what are you going to do in your now you know you're listening to this episode right now you're listening to us give you motivation what are you going to do in your now are you going to constantly be negative are you going to constantly not operate to the best of your ability or are you going to decide to boss up and level up into the woman of lynn or lady of lynn that we know you to be and into the boss that we know you to be Listen to everything that we're saying and literally just take it in and let it resonate with you. What are you doing right now? Think about it. What are you doing? Are you waiting the next two months to decide to to do better and be better when those two months aren't even guaranteed to you? Or are you going to take the opportunity to operate to the best of your ability, like I just said, to be the best you possible? So with that being said... What are some things you're leaving behind in 2020B? Um, excuse me. What are some things you're leaving behind in 2019B, taking into 2020? I want to I wanna know personally. I'm pretty sure the ladies in listen, yeah. they want to know what you're leaving behind oh. and what you're taking into 2020. Definitely. This reminds me of the meme you were just talking about, the lady doing <laughs> with the bag. I think it's so funny that each year she continuously pops up. With new um, things. With yes, new things. With new each things. time. Like, I need them to have a male version of that, okay? Because sometimes they be slandering my good sis. Okay. Um, But for me, I think one of the things that I'm going to leave behind in 2019 is procrastination. Mm. Um, Procrastination. um, Let's see. uh, Fear. Um, Procrastination and fear. Um, And I say that, those are my top two. Because oftentimes I procrastinate on stuff and that comes with second guessing who I am and some of my ideas. Um, and even though I promote like body positivity, self-awareness and acceptance, I too still sometimes struggle with certain things, Mm -hmm. but that's okay because I'm transparent in that. But I need to really talk about, you know, focusing and being consistent. And so with the procrastination, I I just need to leave it behind because there's so many heights I can achieve if I stop waiting to the last minute But that also comes with me in therapy addressing some of my childhood traumas. I'm so used to working under, like, pressure. Um, Everything is always pressure because I know that in the last second, I'm always going to pull through. But I have to realize, like, why should I have to function like that? If I can be properly prepared, if I can plan for this, I don't have to work under emergency all the time. I don't have to be so frantic all the time if I prepare. And that comes with not procrastinating. Um, procrastination will get all of us somewhere that we don't need to be. Uh, and so procrastination and fear, faith and fear cannot operate within the same body. Mm. You cannot expect, you know, to have faith. You know, when we talk about what faith looks like, faith means that you're going to take that next step without knowing whether you're going to land. But you have that faith that you're going to land on that next step, even though you can't see it. But a lot of the times we don't leap out into faith because we have so much fear. And fear holds us back from so many things that we want to accomplish and we want to achieve. And we have to be fearless. We have to be fearless individuals for us to get to certain spaces. Fear comes from the unknown. But how do we know what we're going to achieve if we're too fearful of getting out there? My line sister always says to me, nothing beats a failure but a try. But if you're too fearful to try it, you've already failed. Blue, blue. 
So procrastination and fear are the two things that I'm going to leave behind. And what I'm going to take into 2020 is authenticity. I carry that. That is something that I think is so near and dear to me for my brand. And a lot of the times what we're now is facing in women, women's empowerment events. I said a lot of these women are not are not authentic. They are mm. not true to who they are. And they are essentially in this space to make money off of other people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it's very upsetting because you have these women who stand before other women and I think it's sick that we play on other women's um, insecurities mm-hmm. and their flaws um, just so that we can get some money and feel good about ourselves. And that's what a lot of people are doing. Mm. They're standing before other women. They're using their insecurities. They know there are some someone out there looking for someone to look up to. And so they use that. And I think it's so ter- I think it's disgusting. Uh, my word my word for the month has been like repulsive and I think it's so repulsive that women do that and so for me 2020 is all about authenticity continuously to be authentic in who I am to stand in my truth whether I'm right wrong or indifferent and continue with transparency I have met so many women just because I've just been like this is this is this is what be Garrett is <laughs> this is what I got going on mm-hmm. just by sharing who I am I have opened the doors for so many women and I think that's important for our brands when we have transparency and when we have authenticity you don't make it nowhere being fake nowhere okay so those are the two things that I, I want to take into uh, 2020. Um, and lastly, um, of course, faith, because I just talked about faith and fear. So faith is something that I'm going to take into 2020. I need to have the faith that God is going to take me where I know, where I've seen it before. I, I eat, sleep and dream this stuff so bad. And I'm just like, I have faith that I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. No doubt in my mind that I'm going to reach the heights. And, and that my territory will be enlarged. It will be increased. And I'm going to reach wherever it is that I'm trying to go, where I've seen in my dreams before, where I've daydreamed about this, where it's like, oh, my God, this is real. I can touch it. I can feel it. So definitely faith. Mm. Listen, you hit so many points. You hit so many points. It isn't even funny. Um, definitely, um, before we get into what I'm leaving in 2019 and bring into 2020, um, I just want to touch on this before we move forward. Um and it's so funny because this topic has come up so much with me speaking at different events. I have no idea why, but um, I think it's a sign from God for me to go ahead and talk about this. Um, I feel as though in the field of women's empowerment, there isn't enough authenticity. There isn't enough transparency. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it since we're on the topic. I already got my confirmation from God. Listen, this didn't happen three times. I'm going to go ahead and speak on it on my platform. Um I've I've witnessed a lot of things at these women empowerment events and I'm never the one to speak on it. But like what B was saying, it's really it, it takes it's it takes a person back. You know, when you attend these events and you realize that it's nothing, you know, what it's supposed to be. You realize it's just money game. You realize it's it's taking advantage of women's vulnerability for a dollar, for a coin. And ladies, can we please leave that in 2020? It makes it hard for those who are being authentic, who genuinely want to see other women win. Um, I saw a tweet the other day, which was also a sign. <laughs> it said it said to the extent of this, it was like, keep the panels, the women's empowerment panels in 2019, create more workshops to teach women around you what you know and how to boss up and level up in the ways that you did in 2020. I feel as though we're having a lot of these women empowerment seminars and panels and stuff like that 
preying on women's vulnerabilities. Again, yes. what B was just saying, preying on women's vulnerabilities and you don't even see it. You don't even catch it until you're in the room or even when you're on the panel. It's scary. It's genuinely scary. It, it's really, it's genuinely heartbreaking because um, there have been a lot of different brands that they've had events and I've been to and I see what everybody's talking about now. I see this trend of women's empowerment and how people are literally starting it for the money. They're starting it for the vulnerability of others. They're starting it to prey on women. And it's, it's, it makes me want to get emotional on this podcast because it it genuinely makes it hard for women like B, for women like me to operate to the best of our ability to empower and uplift and inspire other women. Because by the time the women that come to us want to get inspired and uplifted by us, they've been to a million and one events where they've been preyed on. They've been, they've been taken advantage of by these, these other women's empowerment organizations. And it's sad. Um, Of course, you won't know what I'm talking about unless you've actually witnessed it, but I've witnessed it three times now, three different times in three different seasons. And it was a sign from God for me to talk about this right now, because yes. what B just said is sad. You know, like what like what are we really doing as a society when it comes to women's empowerment? You have to be that in real life. You can't have a woman's empowerment brand and push positivity, push inspiration, push all these things. But in real life, you're a negative person. In real life, you're preying on the women around you. In the in real life, you're taking advantage from the women around you. And just think about that. You know, going into 2020, be authentic with your brand. You know, don't start a brand for the clout. Don't do it for the money. Don't do it for other things, especially when it comes to empowerment. Because people out there really need it, especially our women. Especially our women. So I just want to say that moving forward um just know i see y'all and i'm leaving y'all in 2019 moving forward all right so first thing i'm leaving in 2019 are these fake empowerment events i just touched on that i'm leaving that in 2019 um another thing i'm leaving in 2019 is negativity from others if you know me personally of course if you listen to the podcast or if you've just been around me at events you know i'm an extremely upbeat positive always smiling person and when you're that sometimes it could disturb other people's spirits who don't align with that and people who are you know negative or I'm not saying you know there's anything wrong with that because everybody's born into a different person you know you a lot of people aren't positive 24 7 a lot of people you know go through different things which is understandable but as B was saying earlier on in this episode, when you have a women's empowerment brand and you're genuine to that, you know what I'm saying? You're genuine to that in real life. You're an empowering person. You're a positive person. You're an uplifting person. Naturally, you can be an empath. Sometimes you could definitely be an empath and you could take on other people's emotions. So I'm leaving that in 2019. I'm leaving other people's emotions, situations, what they've been dealing with outside of me and just I'm going to constantly operate into the woman you know that God's called me to be I'm going to continue to continue to walk in my own footsteps um and be the positive Tamani that everybody knows me as I'm no longer taking on negativity from others and so on and so forth um going into 2020 girl we bringing a lot of things into 2020 we bring a lot of things I'm going to live in the now um as B was saying earlier as you guys know she's been dropping a lot of gems that I could resonate with um I feel like in society now we're so caught up in on the next thing you know I just talked about this a couple episodes ago we're always caught up on the next thing we're always caught up on oh I just had this event well I can do another one or I just you know passed this test let me focus on another one that hasn't even been put out yet or let me let me worry about grad school when I'm not even done with undergrad it's I don't know what this 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 I don't even know what to call it this um 
B, give me the word. What it, it's not epidemic. It's um. I'm, I don't. I, I know what you're trying to say, but I like it's almost feels like a a, a bandwagoning. Ban- oh, word. That's the word. Bandwagon trend. I don't know what this trend or bandwagon is coming from. That we have to constantly be worried about the next thing. We have to worry about the blessings that got us to us in our got to us in our now. Like for instance, um. For instance, not too long ago, I had an amazing event, an amazing workshop that we just had. And before the workshop was even over, I was worried about the next one. And my friend had to get me together. She said, girl, do you not see these women in in this room right now? You need to be worried about the now and don't be so worried about the next thing. That's what we're just saying. You're not promised another day. I'm not promised another workshop. I'm not promised another podcast episode. God forbid anything happen. Um, But I need to start operating in the now and just appreciating the abundance you know that God has blessed my life with and my brands with I'm going to start living in the now I'm going to be a lot more adventurous as you ladies know I'm a student I have a career and I have two businesses sis be stressed okay sis be stressed she don't travel she don't she barely do anything on the weekends but sis will begin to be more adventurous and lastly I want to have more faith. If you know me as well, outside of just woman of land, just know me personally. If you're a mentee, then you know I'm very, very faith driven. That's my driving force is everything that I do. But if you ladies listen to Michael Todd or have heard about him, um, I'm moving on scary faith right now. I'm moving on scary faith. It's always like I have faith for something, but then it's just like, okay, you know, I need one more thing, you know, to confirm this. I need one more sign to confirm this. I need to operate solely on faith. I need to operate on crazy faith um if you ladies watch sermons for motivational purposes um i def i highly recommend definitely recommend to watch crazy faith by michael todd um that was definitely a sermon that empowered me to have more crazy faith going into 2020 and just in general um i feel as though when we operate we always say all right i need i need one more sign to launch this business i need one more sign to do x y and z Uh uh-uh operate off of faith and faith only have the faith of a mustard seed and you will have the fruit of a mustard seed okay, okay. if you want to catch those gems you can listen to our episode 24 that i had with the amazing christian bay you guys can go back and listen to that episode for inspiration and motivation but sis will have the faith of a mustard seed and fruit of a mustard seed going into 2020 okay. so with that being said, although that was a lot, <laughs> um, what's next for Goal Get Her Academy and Dear Fat Girl? What's some what's some things you guys got going on in 2020? I am so happy that you asked that question. So for Goal Getters Academy, um, we are currently working on our um, fundraising brunch. We it's going to be similar to how I initially launched Goal Getters Brunch, but we want to, of course, incorporate some of the things that we're going to be doing and bring pretty much. Almost like a buy-in. Have people come to support us because you know when you start in your business, um, it's almost like a housewarming party. We mm-hmm. need a housewarming, a business warming party. Um, and so we're looking for people to essentially buy into what we're doing so that we can have a startup fund so that when we start working with these young ladies coming into the um, the new school year, you know, we have some supplies for them because oftentimes they're not coming with you know, big money for all these different things. You know, they got to put money out for different things. And so we want to make the cost, 
you know, very easy for them so that they're not coming out of pocket and so that we have materials to work on. So that that brunch will be coming. And of course, we will be launching our, our pretty much our pilot program at Baltimore Leadership School for Young Women. And we are excited about that because we're going to be looking to take on at least 15 young ladies to really start the program and really implement um, everything that we have planned for them. So January 2020, going into February 2020, we are definitely going to be um, launching that that fundraising brunch so we can get ourselves off the ground so that we can uh, continuously work on the LLC because that's currently something that we're working on now is making sure we have our LLC. Um, the trademarking should be coming in very soon. So we are we're just getting the ball rolling. Yes. Um, for Dear Fat Girl, this is going to be the first platform that I, I talk about this. So oh, yes, yes. Like, you guys are like getting privy to some information that I have not really talked about. But I am going to change what Dear Fat Girl looks like. Mm. Um, it's been operating as its own page. But as I started to branch out as B. Garrett, the speaker, you know, motivator, mentor, I was really focusing on B. Garrett. And I was just like, how do I incorporate Dear Fat Girl with that? Um, because they're, essentially they're the same, but they're still a little bit different. And so Dear Fat Girl is going to dissolve soon. Um, and it's going to literally be a space because I still do write blog posts once in a blue moon. I write like brief articles. Um, and sometimes I still write poetry. So I'm going to use that space to create maybe community meetups for women, um, under Dear Fat Girl. And instead of it having its own page, like it does now, I am currently working on bqgarrett.com mm. and under bqgarrett.com, Dear Fat Girl will be a tab. And I'm getting ready to bring back, um, Fat Girl Fridays where I, um, pretty much promote one particular young lady where she talks about her um her journey of self-esteem and self-awareness if she's reached that point um how does that look for her and where she plans to go for her so it's almost like a moment of shout out similar to what you do mm -hmm. um you know with your your young your young ladies where you like shout them out and highlight one young lady that's what the, uh fat girl fridays was but i'm thinking about just changing that because sometimes people are intimidated by the name um, but Dear Fat Girl was literally, because fat is not always physical, sometimes it's a mindset. Mm. Um, and so that is how I promote Dear Fat Girl. And once people hear that, they're like, oh, okay. But I definitely am going to change what, how Dear Fat Girl operates and what that looks like. And so now that I've spoken that out into the atmosphere... You all are my accountability partner. <laughs> to be like, hey, B, how's Dear Fat Girl uh, merging coming along? So, um, so this, like I said, this is the first time I've spoke about it out loud. I've like spoke to smaller people in between, like my friends, my close friend circle. Um, but it's really been something that's on my heart and mind to do for a very long time, just because I want to change how that operates and the capacity in which it operates, still functioning and still being a space for women and young girls. Yes, ladies, did you hear that? Ladies of Lynn only gems, okay? Listeners only. <laughs> ladies, yeah. as she just said, we are all, all now her accountability partners. So blow up her DM, you know, blow up her email. If you don't see a transition <laughs> soon, we are now her accountability partners, especially me. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so Definitely. much. So lastly, love, what are some things you think our ladies of Lynn listening should leave behind in 2020. I mean, sorry. What are some things you think our ladies of Lynn listening should leave behind in 2019? Okay. So definitely, ladies, um, I want you to literally leave self-doubt 
into 2019. We cannot get nowhere if we are constantly self-doubting ourselves and not giving ourselves the validation that we need. I often say this to people, but validation is for parking and not for people. And we really need to focus on giving ourselves the round of applause because in life, people are not going to pat us on our back. People are not going to tell us congratulations all the time. And the reality is you should be worried about congratulating yourself because essentially when we accomplish something, we accomplish our goals. We did that for ourselves and the round of applause that we get, it's a plus, but it feels good only because you've already given it to yourself. But if we have self doubt, we can't get to that point. So really ladies, I want you all to leave self doubt behind, leave fear behind. We can't get anywhere with fear. Um, I want you to leave all of the hesitation behind, all the low self-esteem behind, and really start to affirm who you are in this moment. And ask yourself that question, who am I? Who do I want to be? And some of us may not be able to answer that question. That's not an easy question, who am I? And I don't mean like, oh, I'm B. Garrett, I'm so beautiful and gorgeous, because beauty fades, right? But who are you? When you walk into the room, how do I identify you? Are you a good spirit? Are you evil? Are you negative energy? Like, I want to know who you are below the surface of your skin. And so I want you all to think about that as you enter into this new phase of life. And the new phase of life should start today. I don't want it to wait until, you know, January 1st, 2020. And now you have this new mindset. Shift that mindset from the moment you hear this and say, hmm. This is what I want to be. This is what I'm going to leave behind. And really think about that. But leave that self-doubt. Leave that lack of confidence behind. Leave fear behind. Um, We can't get nowhere with that. And we can't really push forward to be who we want to be if we are continuously fearful of what's going to happen next. Um, And so that's just really my my tidbit. I always say faith and fear because with faith, you can do anything. Like you said, Tamani, faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Mm. And so if we believe that the faith the size of a mustard seed, if you ever seen a mustard seed, you know that thing is small. Tiny. If you truly believe in that, then you can't be, you can't be fearful. Mm. You can't be fearful. So leave that behind because fear will stop us from doing all types of things. Fear of ourselves, fear that we can't go this place, we can't do these things, fear of other people. Just leave it behind. That literally wraps up everything that I could possibly think of for people. If you have something that you want to do, jump out there and do it. Do not wait for the year to change. Own it. Believe it. Write those steps down and get it going from now. That, because people also still ideas, girl. So you don't want to wait to, to do something. And the next thing you know, you like, dad, I thought I was going to do that. And it's like, well, it's not yours anymore because you didn't even put it out there. You was waiting for it. You were, you were waiting for it. And so, sis, <laughs> you don't wait for it. Don't wait around. Uh, go out and get it. Go out and grab it. Achieve it. And I just literally want to see women do good for themselves. And I don't mean to this is nobody, you know, this is all different women may be listening, but I'm so intentional about setting the space for black women. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's important that we pour into our own because I don't believe that society loves us. Um, but we have to love ourselves and we have to push through ourselves. We have to literally fight tooth and nail for ourselves. And so it's always important for me that the work that I do and the people that I'm talking to look like me so that they know the things that they can achieve if they leave fear behind. Yes. Yes. Love to see it. Leave fear behind. Leave any negative energy that you may have or may have 
been brought on from others leave that behind i yes. want you ladies to bring into 2020 i want you to bring abundance i want to bring mm-hmm. i want you ladies to bring positive thinking i want you ladies to bring a boss mentality i want you guys to live in the now i want you guys to have a boss up circle i want you to boss up in 2020 okay the yes. title of this episode is new year new you boss up sis so after listening to this this is your sign to go get it okay be that goal get her okay yes. be okay. that okay be that okay um i want you ladies to to just know that you all are bosses you all are enough you mean something to the world your purpose means something i never want you ladies to think that you you are granted automatically another 24 hours you're not so operate in the now after listening to this episode i want you to operate in the now i want you to live to the best of your ability i want you to be the best you that you could be the best woman that you could be i want you guys to pull from this episode and let it resonate with you let it genuinely resonate with you ladies this episode meant a lot to me you know to put it out there and to have be on this episode with me somebody that I look up to immensely and to share this with you all is so special to me so I don't want you ladies to take that for granted I want you guys to operate and be diligent you know in your 2020 and start doing that in 2019 do it now um so before we move forward before we move forward miss ma'am where can our ladies of lynn you know find you what is your social media platforms and so on and so forth because i'm pretty sure they have to find out where you are to be your accountability partner (laughs) you are right (laughs) um so i can be found anywhere on at b q as in queen garrett underscore so that's on twitter that's on Instagram, and that is on Facebook, BQ Garrett underscore. So that's B as in boy, Queen, Q as in queen, G as in go, A-R-R-E-T-T underscore. Um, that's literally on everything. My Facebook page is being revamped. And shortly coming into the new year, I will officially have BQGarrett.com. But if you type BQGarrett.com in now, it'll bring up the DearFatGirl.com website. So that is also like I'm going through a total rebranding as well. So that is all going to be up there. But BQGarrett underscore is where you can find me. You can follow my brand pages, DearFatGirl underscore and Goal underscore Get h-e-r academy on social media um like i said we're getting ready to launch some epic and major things so ladies be on the lookout um i i can't wait to connect with so many of you and really get kids to rock and really the boss up okay so we can all be baddies yes <laughs> boss up baddies we love to see it thank you ladies so much for listening to yet another episode on the woman podcast you ladies can hear this episode on soundcloud apple podcast google play any podcast playing pa- platform you could think of we are now on grace be to god thank you lord because it took a while um <laughs> like i said thank you ladies so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the woman podcast you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest um i hope you ladies have a bossed up blessed up an amazing weekend and remember to operate now peace